Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello, Crazy Cool Parents, and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne and about seven other people, which happen to be... Not just people, they're (laughs) our children, our offspring. Yes, we have all of... The fruit of our labors. Yes, we have all This is the part where we go, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, come on. So we are so excited to bring our whole family here. We are... Everyone's together for Christmas, and so we took some time... Uh, just to talk about uh, to gather the fam around the kitchen table yeah exactly talk to you that's what we want to do and we are going to talk today about um well you know in our book we have a if you we'd love for you to get our book but in in the book uh, actually molly our oldest which we'll introduce in just a second she was the one who started the book she said (laughs) "I, i made the comment to the family i wanted to start writing a book and molly went and wrote like thousands of words that, and it gave me the idea to put the kids in the book and so we started to um uh, write and all the kids have voices in the book and so we have we get a <laughs> we have a compilation of things in there they speak to things and it's just a an amazing guys but we'd like for you to hear from them themselves today you know a lot of times it's just Don and Suzanne talking but we want to talk to more we even have a grandchild you're hearing <laughs> in here. hopefully you hear, you'll hear her gurgle yeah. um, and so the name of the book is called crazy cool family and we just talk about rethinking the way you do family and like Don said everybody put their two cents in so it's a, a culmination of all of our words um, on what it looks like to be family that's really what we are talking about and so specifically today on this podcast we want to Um, The book has Pursue God, Build Relationships, and Create Culture. It's broken down into three different sections. And within the section culture, we have a little subsection called the family name. And that's what we want to talk about. Because what we did is we raised our kids as being a Manning. You're a Manning. A Manning, you know, what are some of the things we would say that a Manning did? Somebody? Anybody? (laughs) Uh, Manning loves and serves. Okay, yeah. Manning doesn't say shut up or stupid. (laughs) Bad consequences for that one. Manning always has their room clean before they go to bed. Manning doesn't lock doors. Yeah. Or slam them. Or slam them. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, um, and it's funny, when we first taught this a decade ago, um, we just kind of threw that in because it was something that we – we just did as a family. There was, if you were a Manning, you did this, and if you were a Manning, you didn't do that. And we we didn't really think a lot of it, but a lot of uh, parents really hung on that and said, "Oh my goodness, that's such a great concept. We use that now. If you're a Smith, you don't do this, or if you're a Johnson, you don't do this, or whatever." And so we and so we found, and, but we we really wanted to. That's kind of the theme of the podcast. But we really just wanted you to get a picture of 
who the Manning kids are and and why what it, what it was like to be in our family and what it, you know it, it certainly wasn't all perfect and wasn't all rosy all the time but you know but but out of it has come a family that where we really do have seven kids that love Jesus love each other love us and it really is a, a wonderful thing that God has created and we love to share it with you more so let's just start out really by introducing everyone I think it'll be good to, to uh, we'll start from the top Molly Okay. Hey, I'm Molly. Uh, Hi, Molly. <laughs> um, we we're laughing because mom and dad both do a really great job of like making podcast notes. And so we can all gather and organize our thoughts. So mom has all of us listed out and then she like put random words down kind of that describe us, but are also really hilarious. So she wrote Molly, oldest and one in charge. And I, I feel good about that definition. <laughs> I'll take that. But um, I'm Molly. I... The oldest, I married, um, I have one kid, a boy, and I live close to mom and dad. So that adds a fun element of continuing to learn and parent as a Manning. <laughs> um, I am Madeline, and I'm the second oldest, and I'm married to a guy named Larry, which is a funny name, <laughs> <laughs> and I have two babies, and... I don't really have anything else to say. I love to play basketball. <laughs> I really do. I actually really love it a lot. And I want to play every day. I'm not even joking. I know that's so random, but I really do. Every day I want to play basketball. So mom put, play basketball. yeah, <laughs> basketball, but mom put on her thing, Madeline, bring the goofiness. <laughs> there you go. There you go. My name's Macy. I'm the third. I am also married as of this year and I would say I bring a lot of the emotional dynamics. Ken's is next, and she'll talk a little bit more about the depth. But I think <laughs> I bring like the emotion and also all the games. I am. I love getting people around a table. I love playing games. I love beating people at sorry and skipbo and really anything that I can win. So <laughs> that's me. I'm Mackenzie, and I am the middle, the youngest of the girls, but the oldest of the boys. Um, <laughs> and I'm not, but I like to hang out with them. Um, and with that, I'm often the, the one. With the brothers, who, that is. Yeah. Um, I'm often the one who brings in the deep conversations and loves the one-on-ones. Um, and so that is, yeah, who I am. I am Michael. I am the fifth. I am the first boy, the oldest boy, so four sisters, and then came me. AKA um, five moms. AKA five moms <laughs> is right. Um, I am a student at the University of Arkansas. Um, I live there with Mackenzie and Madeline. And yeah, me and Mackenzie kind of get to be the ones that uh, bridge the olders versus, t- or versus the older to the younger Fight. side of the family. Fight to the death. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, Michael, take it away. Yeah, um, I am Maddox, also known as the second to last one. And <laughs> but not dead last. <laughs> but not dead last. Um, not dead last. 
So I just finished my first year of driving, so exploring new freedoms and new things that are happening. Um, there's a, quite a, a gap between the oldest and the youngest, and so me and McKay have been kind of together at the youngest, which is a really cool dynamic that we've really got to explore this year, being the only ones alone. And so, but we haven't really been alone because Corona brought everyone <laughs> to the house. And so, back home again. Yeah, that's that's me. Um, I am Cade. I am the dead last. <laughs> that's I, not your identity. <laughs> I mean, um, I am the baby of the family, and I am at Argyle Middle School. And yeah, I've had Max as my buddy for a while. He's kind of been my second parent because. Or your first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went into grandparenting yeah. when you came along. Yeah. And so he's been a pretty good parent. Yeah. yeah he's a good parent. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Yeah, so as we talk about family name and we talk about just what it was like to be a Manning, um, you know, um, maybe think about some things that were, you know, you guys grew up and had a lot of friends and things, and, and what was different about your family, about your family experience, about your, uh, your upbringing that made you think about being a Manning? I feel like it's always so hard when mom and dad do these podcasts with any of us because we all just look at each other like, who's going to talk first? Um, yeah, I guess it's going to be me. I'm the one in charge. So, Malin, you're next. Kate, you're after that. Um, I mean, I can talk a little bit about the practical part of being a Manning, as in, you know, they kind of, we, they picked for us to always hang out together as the first option. So um, they definitely wanted us to have friends and we, you know, had a lot of involvement in church, but we also, it was kind of like, well, we're going to hang out with each other first and then we'll see who's available after that. Or mom would say, I don't, I, yeah, we're not going to bring a friend over. You already have too many siblings at our house. <laughs> um, yeah. And in, in that, that translated to, you know, a lot of our friends were taking friends on trips or we even got to sometimes be that friend that went on a trip, but we never brought friends on trips because <laughs> yeah. we had each other to hang out with. And that was kind of always the, oh, we have each other. Um, so I felt like that was different. Something else that was different, at least like the seared into my brain that I didn't necessarily understand or agree with younger, but now 100% will we, Damon and I will do is we didn't spend the night at people's houses. Um, Manning's just, we, for whatever, a lot of reasons that we could get into, but we just, mom and dad just kind of always wanted us back home together under one roof. Um, and because like Madeline wasn't doing it, it was fine that, that I didn't get to do it either or vice versa. Um, so I feel like there was a lot of different things like that, that we just didn't, Manning's just didn't do, but because I knew that you know, none of my siblings were doing it too. It was okay because we were kind of all in it together. Yeah, yeah when we got to, I think later on as more, as like the older got out of the yeah. house, the younger guys got to spend the night and mom and dad got right. maybe a little less strict <laughs> on the rules. Oh, but, oh, I think there's like this huge difference between <laughs> the way Molly was raised and the way McCade is raised. There's always a rule that you couldn't spend the night twice. Like there's no way that was going to be <laughs> I mean, like two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You always had to come back. And I think there's always, we just wanted to be home more than we wanted to be yeah. maybe out with our friends every single night. We were always like, no, I'll, I'll stay home. I'll stay home to hang out with the family or, or be around the siblings. One statement that comes to mind a lot is it's a lot easier to stand alone when you have someone with you. Yes. And that was what it was like to be a Manning, where, yeah, a lot of my, 
I found other people throughout my childhood and growing up of people that would stand with me, but it started first with my siblings and I got to learn what it was like to stand with someone being set apart and that started with our family. And I just think about through all of the schooling that we went through, our siblings went first and created a great reputation to where then the next sister came in or the next sibling came in and it was even a better reputation because we were going from glory to glory, like linear, we were going up, building yeah, other, yeah, building on each other's experiences and creating better reputation. I've heard a lot of my friends who had siblings that did not create a good reputation, and so then they had to mend it or fix it, or they didn't create a good reputation for their siblings, but being a Manning meant that you had a good reputation. I just get some mom and dad took that so literally like you're, you're never standing or what would you what is it I can't even think of it's it it's a lot easier to, a lot stand, easier alone. to stand alone when you have someone to stand alone with is that like <laughs> we would be going on road trips in Colorado and there would be you know we'd all be like asleep or talking to each other or it'd be like the one hour we were allowed to listen to our iPads <laughs> and mom would say oh my gosh look at that tree in the field see how there's no trees around it that's a standalone tree but it's growing so tall and strong even though it's all by itself it's making its own choices and it's separating <laughs> itself from the from the group and it's still thriving that's what I want I think one year she like took a picture and framed it or had Kenzie draw it there's like a tree in our neighborhood that you put lights on that's like a standalone tree and we all know about it so like they definitely drilled drilled that concept into our head as a Manning well and I feel like so far we've talked about Mannings don't do this but there are actually a lot of things that we did do and speaking to parents specifically like your kids don't know what they don't know. I think I said that in the last podcast too. And so there was a sheltering or a protection that was built into our family culture. And our parents said, Mannings do this or Mannings are this to help us build and understand that culture. Like there are things even now that I'm learning that I'm like, wow, I had no idea that's how the world worked. Or (laughs) like, this is what's happening this way. Oh, this is how this family does it or this family culture. And it's like, there was a protection element and that you have to be intentional. If you're wanting to create that, you have to have some sort of language or verbiage to build culture. And that's what the family name was. It helped us understand, oh, this is what we do as a family. And it creates life. It creates Mm -hmm. relationship. It creates like rhythms for our family. It's so important. But I don't think any of us could have actually verbalized that when we were six, seven, eight. It Mm -hmm. was just, oh, this is what I do. You know, monkey see, monkey do. You know, just kind of following the leader kind of thing. Well, so to piggyback on that, um, what we did was intentionality. So we were intentional. We were just talking about just this Christmas, talking about when they were little and we would, whatever they got for Christmas, that evening they would lay it all out and we, Don would video it and it would come across, it would be a, they'd do a show or whatever that is and the in-laws were going, why in the world would you do that? <laughs> and we're like, oh, we had a purpose and a plan. I mean, the purpose was that so once they laid it all out, they could see how grateful you know they could see how oh, I got a toothbrush and toothpaste and just be grateful for all of that and so that's part of the family and that's part of building culture is intentionality yeah. to have a purpose and a plan behind whatever it is that you're doing if you just put a little bit of thought into it then that's what knits the family together and there's also intentionality in the way that y'all pursued us like there's uh, whether that's dates or gifts or making a meaningful spiritual experience whenever it came yeah. Like, um, really discipleship, like y'all, as much as y'all did protect us, y'all were also honest about the world. Mm-hmm. We, weren't, as we're, we were sheltered in a bubble for sure, but we were also shown things. You know, I told my friends things that they'd never heard before. <laughs> and like, because... And that's the difference between <laughs> the older kids parenting and the younger kids that's parenting. That's probably true. 
but rather that's conversations about challenging with the faith or politics or what this person said to me anything about that there was honesty and i knew and vulnerability from y'all that i knew and with all the family and all the siblings that i could challenge and i could struggle with something and even if you didn't have the answer we could struggle together and so um, there's a lot of vulnerability that comes with that. I think something too that Manning's did that was different, like you even have on here something that other families might have thought was bizarre, is that, <laughs> and, and going off of what you said, Maddox, that they still wanted us to have world, like be not influenced by the world, but be experienced, like and have right. a concept and a worldview. And so they worked very hard to get us on mission trips instead of going to camps. And yeah. sometimes we would go on both if we could raise the amount of money, if the timing worked out. You know, some years we didn't go into camp at all. Some years we only maybe went to camp, but it was a camp that was missionally focused. And for our family, mom and dad made that decision because that's what they felt like God told them. And I think that's important for every family to consider that every summer, what God is saying, what the Holy Spirit is prompting you to. But, you know, there is a lot of times where our like our views of the world or the things we were exposed to came from being on a mission trip Mm -hmm. as opposed to maybe like a locker room or church camp or even any kind of sports camp or anything like that. And I mean, it was really beneficial because we got to see the world and see different cultures, but at the same time under the concept of, let me tell you about the gospel. And I would even argue under the banner of mission not vacation right like we didn't take a bunch of random overseas trips to not that that's bad it's just when we went we were sent yeah it wasn't for our pleasure it was for kingdom purpose which was foreign (laughs) yeah to other people as a sacrifice to go in some ways well and i think it's interesting that you know we've talked about this a lot that we over the span we learned a lot about parenting that we overprotected our older kids (laughs) and we probably underprotect our younger kids kids. now that they get the benefit (laughs) from that but but still in all of it because we learned a lot and so you know and and over about where we may have gone overboard as first-time parents and things like that and we're always counseling first-time parents on that but but still even with Maddox and McCade even though they're exposed probably more to the world than say Molly and Madeline were we're still after their hearts and yeah. and we're still we, when they get we talk about things with them so they may we may let them watch TV shows that we didn't let Molly and Madeline watch but as we're talking about what as they're watching them we're talking about the TV shows with them and and we're pursuing them in that where they realize that the heart is important and and the name is still important and what they're doing what Maddox and what McKay's doing at Argyle Middle School right now is important to what it, it's more than just him it's about his na- it's about the name and it's about reputation and it's about uh, being more than just him but representing the family representing God and and um, and that plays out through all of our kids yeah anybody else we want to move on to the next question which is the somewhat similar so the next thing that we want to ask you guys is what's um, one thing that the world doesn't know about growing up as a Manning, being a Manning, the Manning name, what's something, and we just, I guess we just, it's kind of the same thing, we kind of shared some of those things. But just as you're thinking about all the families out there that have don't, they don't have teenagers and young adults yet, they still have little kids. Yeah. And so go back to little kid, when you, were, when you were a little kid, what is it that we maybe did right or maybe did wrong that you could tell these parents about so that they could either not do it or implement it? Yeah. yeah. I know me and Kinsey did a podcast on this earlier in the year, but the power of creative play and getting out and doing things. I have so many memories throughout my childhood and even into middle school and high school of us 
being able to create and play like create play and then actually play for hours and hours and hours and i feel like this generation growing up is so infatuated and obsessed with screens and it's a parent's default to get them in front of a screen because it entertains them (laughs) molly you raising your hand over there yeah guilty (laughs) guilty but i'm not a parent so i can't speak to the craziness of parenting i'm only watching my sisters do it but there was something created in family culture and so i believe it's still possible like the power of play is still out there and getting toys and getting things that Mm-hmm. kids can fall in love with and learn to play with for hours on end it's it's the best thing I think we did as kids because then when I got into high school and college I like created the play mm-hmm. like I would invite all my friends over and we would do something fun and the world did it really differently fun in the world's eyes is so different than mm-hmm. mine and I think creating that as a kid was so important and valuable um, I think that something mom was saying was how they were intentional with us uh, and I think that is something like that intentionality started when we were zero. Like at before I can even remember, there's like words and phrases that are still playing through my heads that that playing through my head. That's like <laughs> siblings are best friends. Uh, siblings don't fight. We love each other. We honor each other. We celebrate each other. Or um, you know, people are more important than TV or shows or whatever it is that was like intentional verbiage that they used or just the time that our parents took to think things out. That I'm realizing now as a parent that I start now you know I say true it you and Everly are best friends we love her you are her protector you are someone you're like I'm saying these words to true it that in a month in a week in a in six months in 10 years he's gonna still be playing through his head because the intentionality starts at zero and so I don't know if like guys people listen to podcasts and follow crazy cool family on social media and all of that like all of the stuff that is happening now and the messages that they're preaching started when mm-hmm. we were zero, one, two, three, and four, and they just like keep integrating it into our lives to where we have an example of how to parent, but then we are like living proof of the intentionality yeah. f- from the beginning when yeah, we like yeah. started at zero. And so it's not just like in like the encouragement or like the, for all of you out there is like, you can start today. Like intentionality yeah, right. starts right now for you today in whatever area, whether it's through Christmas or through New Year's or whatever it is, it's like the intentionality can start today and can like be integrated into your family today. And you'll see the fruit mm-hmm. soon, today. actually. Yeah. Like really yeah. soon. Like really soon. Yeah, what I want to encourage parents with that is is that when we started, we didn't know what those messages were going to be. We learned them okay. by, and that's what we want to do for you at Crazy Cool Families. We want to give you those messages that you, the messages we've learned over 30 years because you get them and all of a sudden it's like, hey, here's a new message. And we're going to, yeah. instill, we, we, and Suzanne and I would talk it about works. it. And we're going to instill this and, and, and it takes time and it takes energy. But when you do it, your kids start to repeat them back to you. And that's when you really know they've got it is when they own the message. And for our older kids, they would start telling it to the younger kids. Hey, you know, yeah. you're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I, two, two quick things. One, what Madeline's saying about the intentionality is that also don't be afraid to also fail and then communicate that to your kids. So there's a lot of times and I only have one 20 month old son who is an incredible toddler. He's just amazing. But there are days where I look up and I haven't done the intentional play. And there's a lot of bash, go in your room and get this and bring it out to me. Bash, you know, go to your toolbox and pull the hammer out and put it in your thing while I'm trying to like cook dinner or clean up. And I remember thinking, okay, mom didn't play with us all day, every day. There are definitely days where she said, 
bed oh my gosh guys i'm so sorry i got distracted or there are days where she went to bed and the kitchen or the dishes were full in the sink and so just also give yourself grace that start the intentionality now but if there's a whole day that goes by where you don't state your family mission it's okay do it the next day and then i have one other thing to add to is that mom and dad um like also as just out there and something now that I'm older, don't be afraid to talk about spiritual things with your kids. And you might think, wow, like that concept is too deep or they're not going to understand that. But even yesterday they were, you know, I was here and Bash did something and I said, yeah, buddy, you know, when you get out from under the protection of authority, <laughs> like bad things can start to happen. Like Satan has a chance to attack you. You're more susceptible to attack your room. And months. he's 21 he's 20 old. old. And Damien and I say that to him all the time. I mean, I one time at the grocery store, he like just knocked a whole bunch of cans off the counter being disobedient and he hurt his finger and he got a little blue finger, like his little thumb. And I said, buddy, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Like you got out from under mommy's protection. And there's a guy that just looked at me and I was like, this is going to work. You come back in five years. And so crazycoolfamily.com. Yeah. So concepts like that or concepts like tithing. Dad taught us about tithing. Give yeah. 10% to the Lord and save 10%. I mean, from getting quarters for doing chores he was like let's you know let's talk about tithing and so don't be afraid to just if you're going to be you know pouring in and dripping in family vision and concepts pour in and drip in spiritual concepts too that might seem too big choose life you know we speak life over um, our family mom I saved this said this so many times in podcasts but mom taught us how to fight against the power of darkness by saying Satan you're stupid shut up and go away and that was the only time we were allowed to say stupid to (laughs) Satan you know and so and now we have all been in situations where we have you know fought powers of darkness because mom laid that groundwork which is a heavy concept very early on so just just talk about spiritual concepts it doesn't it doesn't even have to be in kid terms if you want to make it great i'm not great at that but just say it over and over and eventually it will start to be something that they believe too yeah that's really true and there's also um i think especially from coming from a guy's perspective from maddox and kate's perspective it's a little harder to get into like get into a relationship with just males in general, it feels like. Um, But something our dad did really well, especially for the little boys, is whatever we were doing, he did. And so there's multiple times where I'd be talking to my friends, playing a game, and my my dad would join in and play the game with us. (laughs) And it like wasn't weird or it wasn't whatever. It was like... Maybe a little weird. Yeah, like like games on our phone. And I was like, oh yeah, my dad's a higher level than you are, my friend. And they're like, <laughs> they're like what? But that was just like a simple, um, I, like I really do call it like opening the door um, where that allowed for those deeper conversations that allowed for the spiritual conversations yeah. to be even more effective is because he was coming and meeting us exactly where we're at, whether that's watching whatever show we're watching or that's like the game we're playing or the sport we're playing. Like there was a season that dad and Maddox and I worked out together like to train for football. <laughs> Like my 50 year old dad was like doing the same workout I was doing as a sophomore in high school. Um, But it just like create a foundation and a level where we could, we could talk about those spiritual things. Well, I think there's certain choices you make. I think that's a great point. And you know, like I couldn't, for example, I chose the Xbox. It was too complicated for me. It was so far beyond me. I said, I'm not doing that because it's going to take hours and hours. But there was a certain game on their phone. I was like, Oh, I can play that. And then of course I got addicted to it. (laughs) Okay, let's take a break now, parents. Let's wrap that one up. Yeah, we're going to have two more podcasts just like that. We've taken one big podcast and broken (laughs) it up into three. One giant recorded podcast, (laughs) and we broke it into three. Because we couldn't get our kids to be quiet. (laughs) 
We did have so much fun sitting around the table, just sharing all those things and getting to talk to you parents. Yeah, and we kid, hope that gives you a picture. It is a real picture of a, of our real family. Um, you know what? Another place you get to hear from our kids yeah. is in our book. Yeah. So they helped the, us write it. They're, they're the ones that actually have all the wisdom. They're the ones that make our family crazy yeah, cool. They're the ones that taught us how to parent. <laughs> Except, uh, most definitely. Uh, if it hadn't been for them, we wouldn't even be parents. So if you haven't uh, picked up our book, Crazy Cool Family, you can go to Amazon. You can get it there. Yeah, or if you, you have Prime, it's free shipping. Yeah, you, or you can you can also get an um, electronic copy of, of our book there as well. Or you can order it through our website, crazycoolfamily.com. We'll actually send you an autographed copy if you mm, order it through our yeah, website. It'll take but, a while to get to you. We're not Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you uh, have it, order Yes, and books. if you live out of the country, then you should order through Amazon. Because it's impossible for us to get it to Costs you. Costs like $1,000. <laughs> More than the book. <laughs> So hopefully you um, enjoyed this podcast and there's more to come. And uh, hopefully you would enjoy our book. See you next time.